Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. How about something really exciting? New and excitingly different. That's a record. Enjoy the lift you get from the perfect blend of their new album. And they keep dropping, dropping. Coming up today on the show, brand new music from Jessica Lee Mayfield. Plus, our Music Meltdown segment will get you caught up on all the latest music news. Skrelly, widely dubbed the Pharma Bro, faces years in prison. And Toronto's Darenauts will be here to play some tunes and have a chat. Stick around, they'll be worth your time. From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of The Album Drop is on the air. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us today on the program. Lots to get to, but we have to start with brand new music from an all-female punk band out of L.A. called Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I guess we don't have to, but I really want to because this record is fantastic. It's called Warriors, and it's out now on Fat Records, and it almost never happened. Following the promotion of their first record, vocalist Stacy D succumbed to the demons of touring life and had to take a little bit of time off to go into a uh, detox facility. And uh, But she appears to be doing a lot better now, and the band has come out of the whole ordeal stronger and more focused, and because of it, the results are spectacular. We're going to start with a tune called Retrograde. This is brand new stuff from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and it's here on the album drop.
listening to the album drop. I'm broken, what an easy way out. Justifications have ruled and defined me.
record is called Warriors. Brand new music from Bad Cop, Bad Cop here on the album drop. That was Warriors, the title track. We also heard Broken. Retrograde was the first one we played from this album out now on Fat Records. And in a release, the L.A.-based band cites the 2016 U.S. presidential election as a driving source of inspiration, which I guess would make this one of the first punk rock albums of the President Trump era. With apologies to Harry Shearer for that one. This is episode 325 of the album drop, and thank you very much for listening to our show, whether it be uh, on CHUO 89.1 FM or on CKDJ 107.9 FM or online at thealbumdrop.ca or uh, wherever you happen to have found this program. I thank you very much for giving me your ears, but they're mine now, and I hope you won't miss them very much. Jessica Lee Mayfield has a new record. Uh, it's coming out uh, later this year. Sorry is Gone is what uh, the record is going to be called uh, out in the end of September on ATO. And the title track is the first single. She tells NPR the song and record was inspired by her real-life breakup with her husband who produced her last record. So uh, sonically, we might very well hear uh, a difference. I really like that record, too, so I got my fingers crossed. Um Make My Head Sing, that's what it was called, uh, it came out in 2014, uh, she also says the record is reflective of her submissive personality, which causes her to feel like she always has to apologize, which is weird because she's an American, I mean, I would get that if she was a Canadian, right, that's kind of what we do, I'm sorry for making assumptions. Sorry is Gone is the name of the tune, brand new stuff from Jessica Lee Mayfield here on the album drop.
The lead single and title track to her new record, Jessica Lee Mayfield, with Sorry, is gone. And uh, you can pick that one up in the end of September. Uh, pre-order is on now, and uh, she has uh, quite the Rolodex uh, as far as uh, up-and-coming artists are concerned. The record is produced by John Agnello, who has worked with Dinosaur Jr. and Sonic Youth in the past. Her first two records were produced by Dan Auerbach, who uh, also had her sing vocals on uh, one of the Black Keys records and uh, on his first solo record. And she also did an album with Seth Avid, or is it Avid? I've never known for sure, um, but one of the brothers. Um, and they did a record where they covered Elliot Smith tunes. So there you go. This is the album drop, and I'm Phil. Thank you very much for listening to our show. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify, and several other places. Thealbumdrop.ca has it all lined up for you. Just in case uh, you were wondering how you could connect with us. Just thought I'd put that out there. I want to talk now about Maison Scene. I hope I pronounced that right. My French is terrible, as everybody who listens to the show regularly knows. But they're a band out of Winnipeg, and uh, they're back with a new record. It's called Still Life on Fire, and you can get it now on Light Organ Records. And this time around, the three pieces put together a really fresh-sounding album. Uh, really cool indie rock kind of stuff. Uh, great dimensions of sound, too. I'm going to play three tunes, and they're all completely different sounding from each other, but they're all on this record, and somehow it really works. First one is called Closer. This is brand new stuff from Maison Scene, and it's here on the album drop. Yeah. 
listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Listening to the album drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. I take a whiskey drink, I take a chocolate drink, and when I have to pee, I use the kitchen sink.
brand new music from Winnipeg's Maison Scene here on the album drop. The record is called Still Life on Fire, and that was Guts Slash Glory. We also heard Same Hearts Closer was the first one we played, and uh, Stephanie Blondell Johnson, the front woman of the band, says she wrote much of the record while working as an artist in residence at the acclaimed Banff Center, uh, which has got to be one of the coolest gigs around. She's one of the coolest jobs around. Getting paid to be creative and be an artist. Listen, we're going to ask you to sit here for three months and write some music got that here's a bunch of musicians to work with see you later how can you beat that um you can't that's how um in a press release uh she says that working with the classically trained musicians there actually caused a bit of writer's block uh the cure for which was actually having her drummer jody fly in and then they got to start writing tunes the way they'd done previously which got the juices flowing and hence the record still life on fire this is the album drop, and my name is Phil. Thank you very much for listening to our show. Now it's time to take a look back before we move forward. And now it's time for the new number one song in the land is... Well, I'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person. We weren't on any crusade. This was selfish. There should be no such thing as a price tag on music. This Week in Music History... On August 16th, 1977 was the day the world was shocked to discover the passing of Elvis Presley. The Elvis that was found in the bathroom at Graceland that morning was a shell of the man who had captured the hearts of millions 20 years earlier. However, that tidbit of knowledge is irrelevant to the millions and millions of adoring fans who keep the Elvis legacy alive today. Many artists who are no longer alive today continue to be well admired but there is no other fan base with as much of an obvious presence than that of the man known as the king of rock and roll i mean you think about things like all the elvis sightings that still happen um the conventions of elvis impersonators uh chapels in places like las vegas where you can get married by elvis greatest hits records that come out like 39 years after the guy dies and still go platinum even in an era where people don't even buy records anymore and that kind of opens the window into how big of a deal elvis really was musicians weren't the cultural force that they are today elvis somehow managed to be both fresh and indifferent and sexy and rebellious and innovative but familiar and safe and appropriate for national TV from the waist up, um, and movies, and yet a derivative, and um, just an amazing convocation of stuff. You know, he kind of came off as this, you know, hardworking, blue-collar Christian boy, um, a veteran, uh, rugged, um, with, a, with a warm timber in his voice that everybody wanted to hear, and all the women wanted to be with, and all the guys just wanted to be. Unquestionably, the most successful recording artist of all time, with an estimated total of over a billion records sold. Now, if his music doesn't do it for you, I, I, okay, whatever, I get that. But remember this, the appreciation and acceptance of musicianship and music writing that has become so deeply ingrained into our culture that not only do we accept its place, but for many of us, it actually defines who we are as people, myself included. All of this would not exist as we know it had it not been for the success of Elvis Presley. And that's why we remember his life. 
We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Your home for new music will be right back. Why not use this opportunity to visit thealbumdrop.ca? Facebook, we're on Twitter, and now we're back on your radio. The album drop continues right now. Here's your host, Phil Shurakawa. And in the background, music from Dare Knots. The boys are just in the uh, back studio here at CHUO, where we broadcast uh, this program from. They're setting up their gear, and they're going to play a couple tunes for us in just a minute or two, but first... Let's get you caught up on what's going on in the music world. It's time for the Music Meltdown. The music world is always changing, and sometimes things slip through the cracks. The leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead, and this is the story as we know it so far. And the Grammy goes to... The Suburbs! Breaking news about the arrest of a popular Grammy-winning musician at his concert last night. The passing of George Harrison. The former Beatles. Prosecutors in Philadelphia have dropped their long-running fight to execute Mumia Abu-Jamal. From the pages of thealbumdrop.ca, this is the Music Meltdown. And this is the Music Meltdown for the third week of August 2017. Martin Shkreli, possibly the most hated hip-hop fan in the world and that's saying something, is probably going to prison. Uh, Described in the media as the pharma bro uh, and despised for a number of things, including using his time as the CEO of a pharmaceutical company to jack up the price of drugs used to help uh, relieve pain from people that were suffering from things like AIDS and cancer uh, to astronomically unpurchasable rates. Shkreli was convicted of a series of charges in the field of wire and securities fraud, and as such, could spend several years in prison behind bars. And uh, we all certainly hope that that is the case. Now, as far as a place to exist, the internet continues to be a strange and exciting place to conduct business. Last month, popular music streaming service SoundCloud looked like they were about to go the way of the dodo, with widespread reports of their financial troubles, massive layoffs at their head office, etc. But it looks like the fire may have been stoked for a little bit as uh, the 10-year-old streaming audio service have announced that, uh, a top-level management structure reshuffling, which includes co-founder Alex Young moving out of the CEO position into a, uh, a lesser-tiered position uh, with the company, and with the inception of a large influx of cash from outside investors. Now, I've always wondered how uh, SoundCloud made money, and apparently so did the board of directors. Um, hopefully they... Uh, managed to get things in order and turn it around because it is a great service and it's a uh, very essential for uh, people that communicate with their voice and do radio stuff like uh, this guy right here points to self and finally a few weeks back while reviewing the record everything now the latest from montreal's the arcade fire we talked about their unusual approach to marketing this record with propaganda like fake news stories and outrageous headline grabbing stories that turning out on mass it seems that they rubbed some people the wrong way. I didn't really know how I felt about it, but I, I, I knew it was something. I just it was, it was it was definitely weird. The band has finally spoken out about it this weekend, announcing the end of the Everything Now campaign and apologizing to fans for it. 
placing the blame on the person hired to coordinate it uh, through social media. A guy by the name, I, I shouldn't say guy. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Uh, or if the, it's somebody binary and they don't uh, gender fluid. The person is named Tannis Wright. Uh, and in their apology, the band writes that while they didn't agree with everything pro- proposed by Wright, they were willing to try something new, but have not acknowledged the outrage and backlash that came from it, implying that it was a driving force for the decision. So remember that, kids. You don't like something, complain about it enough on the internet, and maybe something will change. That's uh, what you want to take away from this here. This has been the Music Meltdown. More anytime at thealbumdrop.ca. And now, The Album Drop presents... You may not uh, have heard of this artist, but people are paying attention. I didn't prepare a speech, and I'm sorry, but I'm glad that I didn't, because I'm not going to do this like everybody else does it. A look at one of the nominees for the Polaris Prize. And until I heard the record, Why You Want to Leave, Runaway Queen, I had never even fathomed the idea of a genre called trash folk. But that's what they call Lisa LeBlanc's work. And I don't really have a problem with that. Um, considering I assume it's done in the most flattering of ways. At least it better be. The uh, 27-year-old singer-songwriter from Roseareville, I probably pronounced that wrong too, New Brunswick, has been making waves for her work in both French and English for years now. And it's nice to see her recognized for this prestigious award. We're going to play an English cut from the record, again called Why You Want to Leave, Runaway Queen. This one's called Why Does It Feel So Lonely When You're Around. Lisa LeBlanc here on the album drop.
The record is called Why You Wanna Leave, Runaway Queen. Lisa LeBlanc, and why does it feel so lonely when you were around? One of the ten records shortlisted for the Polaris Music Prize. Will it take home the prestigious award and the $50,000 cash prize that goes with it? We'll find out Monday, September the 18th at the Gala Ceremony in Toronto. Live streamed all over the internet. You won't have a problem finding it, I am sure of this. This is the album drop, and my name is Phil, and uh, looks like uh, Toronto's uh, Dare Nots are uh, ready to go. You guys, uh, You guys ready to go over there? Yep. All right. Cool. Um, take it away, boys. All right. Sweet. So we are Dare Nots, and this song is called 911. All right. Ready? One, two, one, two, three. Huh! Fire, fire. Tripping around, tripping around the way. Whoa. Oh, she's a 
Here on the album drop, and uh, joining me all the way from Toronto is the wonderful band Darenauts. Hello, guys. How you yeah. doing? Hey, deep to the oh, back the f- up off that mic, Come bro. On. Please. Like, <laughs> can you hear me? That <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, we're saying. How about this? Is it better? Yeah, put your am back. I, get comfortable. Get comfortable. I guess yeah. this is as comfortable as you I can. You can literally just sit there and yeah. talk. No, there's like eight mics here. My, my back has to be erect. <laughs> but yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm back at it. <laughs> Thanks, bruh. Let's talk. All right. I'm going to do some... Uh... So, what are you thinking? Th- thank you very much for coming in to get, uh, today, guys. Very very glad to have you here. Um, so, I, my first question, uh, right off the top, um, because, uh, you know, I, I've seen you perform, and you guys you know, kind of performed all over the place, but what I've noticed is that you play a lot of shows uh, in, in the U.S., and I, I, I've always been curious, is it is it the same... America. America. Um, oh, excuse me, in America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, is it is it the same kind of vibe going to a show there as it is in Canada? Or because I've always heard that it's it's a little bit different. But maybe that's just not only is it different. Well, for me anyway, not only is it different in the states, it's different in every section of the states that you go to. So it's, you're not going to get like the same party in Cali as you're going to get in like Texas. Yeah. Right. It's like a whole different vibe, a whole different love for music. But we bring the party, so all right. Yeah, so no, get closer now. <laughs> now you're now you're self-conscious. He's trying to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah, like you said, it's different in every place. But I mean, I don't know. You kind of make the best of it. Whether it is, you know, five people, five hundred people, we always have a good time. So it's and also the difference is in Canada. Some of our friends are there. Uh, in the states, no one knows who the f- we. Uh, can we swear? You just yeah, did. you just did. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows who of the fiddle D we are. So. uh you know, in, uh, in Canada, it's a lot of fun sometimes when you get all your people coming out. Um, yeah, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, yeah, the States is dope. Yeah, yeah States is dope. Like, it's, it's awesome just because, at least on the last tour that we went on for the past three weeks, we ended up going to States that we've never actually been to before. So the bands that we were actually touring with are like kind of strictly reggae bands. And for our type of music and sound, it's it's a curveball with people expecting just reggae music. But seeing people vibe into like like big bass beats and like kind of like trap influences, like alternative, it's nice. And at least the turnouts were pretty good because the band we were touring with, Ballyhoo and The Hold Up, they, they brought a pretty decent uh, crowd with them. And honestly, I'd have to say the sta- it, the only difference with the States is that the music scene is more lively i guess because there's way more humans like bigger way more humans so does the eclecticness of your sound make it easier to be relatable or do you think it's more of an obstacle that people can't necessarily put you in a box well it's kind of fun when people start a mosh pit at a reggae show (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i don't know yeah it's usually usually like it takes a for crowd that isn't expecting it like like CJ was saying, it takes them like first two songs to kind of like process what the hell what the hell is yeah. happening, and then, but but what we do notice is always as the show continues, people are coming to the stage and are interested in it. Where it's like 
you know, sometimes it could be a little bit of a turnoff. For us, it's been p- pretty positive. Mm-hmm. We honestly don't know what we're going to get when we go on stage, right? Because it's, like you said, it's so eclectic. So, you know, we don't know if people are going to, what the reaction is going to be. But it's been extremely positive, you know, so far. So, you know, <laughs> we're just loving it. All right. What's the best part about uh, playing shows outside of um, your home base? Jimmy. Um, just obviously getting to see new places all the time. I get to see checked out the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. That was badass. Um, the weather is awesome. California. Love it. Escaping the winter. Yeah. yeah. We that. need to do that. We need to strategize yeah, just that. Yeah, like, just like, when it comes, we go, we go F off for, yeah. for three months to Cali. Totally. Change your name to the Canadian geese. Yeah. <laughs> just follow their path. Well, that's another thing. It's good that in the States, uh, everyone thinks it's really, you know, cool when you say A. You just, they all get all giddy and flustered when you say it by accident. And they're like, okay. I get it. <laughs> Especially when Rev says it. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> On the other end of the side, though, then uh, what, what, what are some of the challenges that, uh, that face a band, let's say, of your stature when you're out touring? Like where? Just in the states or in general? Well, just away from home. Just you know, being on the road, that being exposed, that kind of thing. Crossing the border is always a friggin' mission, but mm-hmm. it's like, uh, yeah. It's the Canadian just, dollar kind of sucks. Yeah, the Canadian dollar really sucks. So, I, so getting paid in Americans not too bad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. We could each have a Big Mac meal yeah. rather than sharing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so surprised. Yeah. I actually don't know. Share fries easily. Everything's with Big huge. Macs. CJ no. likes his Big Macs. Oh yeah, no. I, honestly, right no. This, this. Is, yeah. this is this is a at least that tour. Mac, that tour was the, the midnight uh, Mac tour. Yeah, that, that, the midnight Mac tour. That totally was. You, you, you could get a tape done for about a fifth of the cost to get the you vinyl. You heard first. it here first. <laughs> Are you selling your tape services? Well, I'm not, but I I know a guy, so we'll talk yeah. after. C H U O C H U O. So, um. You guys, uh, you guys are you're on tour for the, pretty much the rest of the summer, right? From what I understand. Mid-August, we're gonna go do the East Coast once again, back in the states, from Boston to Florida, and then yeah, and then uh, come back. Yeah, sort of summer is pretty. Tour. Yeah, it, it is. It's busy for sure. So, what do you guys do when you're not uh, playing shows, rehearsing, re- recording, or on the road or anything like that? What do you? Uh, how do you? How do you pass the time in uh, in regular life? I do a lot of math, long division, <laughs> a lot of that. I pour uh, drinks for people. And listen to their stories. I watch documentaries and I just try to feel really smart as if I like read years of books and old YouTube clip. Uh, I like the skateboard. Yeah. The like skater on the boy. On the downtime. Yeah, Jimmy has a sick brand too. He's coming vacay, out with the clothing vacay, 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 man. V-A-C-A, V-A-C-A. Yeah. Check it out. The movement. Well, it's, it's nice to know that you guys are able to actually like do stuff outside of... Because, um, I mean, obviously... This is this this is where your passion is, and and you know by by watching you guys play, it, it's it's very clear to see, this is what you're into. But obviously you're you, you're human beings, and there's there's got to be more to it. So it's it's nice that you can actually not even have to stress about that answer. So that, that was really cool for yeah. me. <laughs> um, what do you do? Yeah, on I was your about to say time? when you're not when you, when, you, when you don't have the radio voice going. Oh, I'm. Uh, how do you sound? So I I I got a I got a kid. He's almost three. Whoa, nice. And, um, that's uh, that. That's pretty much all of my free time. What's his name? <laughs> that's awesome. His name is Colin. He actually used to co-host this show with me for yes, about six months. Yes, Shout out to nice. Colin. What's yeah. up, Colin? What's up, boy? It, uh, it. He he was a terrible co-host, but he was fantastic for morale around the stage. <laughs> 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 so, uh, any chance we could do one more? All right. This song is called "Summertime Bottle" off of our new EP, "Strange Love Volume One." Yeah. Yeah. Let's on Spotify. Go.
Wait, you, you count it off. I'm a little loopy right now. <laughs> That's right. Strange Love Volume 1. There's Dare Knots and Summertime Bottle. Thank you very much for coming in, gentlemen. Uh, great time. Fun chat. Uh, check out their music. And uh, if you're uh, in the U.S. Uh, this month, they'll be uh, touring across the East Coast with Pepper. So you definitely want to check that out. And that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you very much for listening to our program. This has been the Album Drop. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Tumblr. You name it, you'll find us. TheAlbumDrop.ca is our website, and my email address is phil at TheAlbumDrop.ca. 
We'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode. Till then. Thanks for listening. Smell you later. This whole thing has gone on long enough. Bye. Have a beautiful time. If you missed anything or just can't get enough, check out thealbumdrop.ca. I'll be back. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week. Okay, I'm finished.